conversations that speak to every color of who you are. This is Jen Tringale, and you're listening to the Jen Tringale Podcast. Hello there, and welcome to the podcast. This is Jen Tringale. This podcast is dedicated to your path of destiny. And that's really been the cry of my heart ever since I said yes to the destiny on my life, which was to help be a shining light on that path, on that journey, realizing that there is a recipe to it that is uniquely yours. No two paths are the same. And because of that, it's so important Not only that we are hearing from the Spirit of God, but that we have help along the way. And my heart is that this podcast would be a help to you. I want to talk to you on the podcast this month about finding the significance of your season. Before we jump into that, let me just say that one of the things I love about traveling a lot because of what I do, which I've pretty much done most of my adult life is recognizing the differences in geographical locations and how they really do inform and shape a lot of who we are. One of the first questions that I am usually asked is, where are you from? And I find myself asking that of people a lot because of having traveled so much. When you tell me where you're from, it informs me to what you came up around and what you are used to and what is normal for you. So it's a common thing to say, you know, what's your hometown? Where did you grow up? And usually when I get asked that, it's kind of a mixed bag because I grew up in Kentucky in the South, but my dad's Italian. We grew up in a really Italian home. So we kind of got a little bit of the North and the South, you know, the Southern culture, the Italian culture, We really got the best of both worlds. But now I live in Nashville, Tennessee. And so even though where I'm from is one place and sort of the big picture, the overall arc maybe to how I was raised and who I am, where I live now, my current location is really the culture that I have to navigate every day. And same for you. Maybe you grew up in a really niche culture. Maybe you grew up on the East Coast or the West Coast. Maybe you grew up in mid-America and now you're living on one of those coasts. But wherever you might be from, it's where you're living now that you're having to navigate and walk out your day-to-day life. And in that same way, It is important that we find the significance of our season right now. If you think about it like this, maybe your overall purpose, your big picture call, what you do, who you are, is sort of indicative of your hometown, where you're from. But maybe you don't live in your hometown. And in the same way, the season you're in right now is your current location. And that's what is important. Finding the significance of your season, your current location right now. I want to just walk you through this and explain to you why this is and how this might really help you find a flow in your life right now 
and also maybe get unstuck in some places where you've been stuck. There's two major significant components to a life of destiny. Number one is territory, but number two is timing. Territory and timing are everything. Where are you supposed to be and at what point are you supposed to be there? I remember when God began stirring my heart about moving to Nashville and nothing about it was convenient. Oh, let me just tell you. There was nothing sort of pushing me out of the nest of where I was. I loved where I lived. I loved my house. I loved my community. It worked for the traveling I was doing and the ministry side of things. It was just great, but I describe it as a knowing that started growing, and the knowing was change is coming. And then that knowing that change was coming sort of then progressed into knowing that that change was connected to a geographical move. And I had no necessity for this other than a knowing by the Spirit of God that is It pertained to my destiny. It was time to move into a new territory. That was the season I was in. It was a season of great change. And the process of finding out where that territory was, was exactly that, a process in and of itself. Even when the knowing came, it still didn't make a whole lot of sense in the natural. In the past two podcasts, I've talked about things that only make scent sense. In other words, we're only doing it or going there because of the fact that we are sent. Our life is not our own. So it might not make common sense or natural sense, but it makes sense sense. And that move to Nashville was one of those. It was my territory, and that was the reason why. Secondly is timing the significance of your season. You know, our humanity is really more geared toward event-type living. We go by decision-making days and climax moments and events, things that we can characterize, define, put in a box that say, because this happened, I am this, or because this is coming up, I'm doing this. I'm taking this job. I'm going on this vacation. I'm joining this ministry team. I'm starting this business. I'm a part of this group. And, And all of that kind of gives its own sense of security to our humanity. But the thing about it is in the kingdom of God, it doesn't really as much work on events as it does seasons and processes and cycles. It's in those things that God is majorly at work. You see, the events and the climaxes, the things that our humanity loves, they're obvious. They're apparent. They're obvious why they are significant, but seasons and processes and cycles are hidden. You can't see it. It's progressive. It's a lot more exciting to say, this is the event I'm about to be a part of, rather than say, this is the season that I am in. But the truth is, is that the seasons are what yield growth. So let's talk about the significance of your season. If you're going to go from faith to faith and glory to glory in the plan of God, 
It means you're going to perpetually be going through these seasons where in one way, shape, or form, you are shedding the old and coming in to the new or what's next. What's the significance of your season right now? Maybe you're in a building season where it is pedal to the metal and it's time to build. Are you in a rest season? Maybe you just came out of a significant building season and it's a rest season for you. Maybe you're in a relationship season where God is having you invest significantly in the relationships with your family, your spouse, your community, divine relationships that God's placed in your life. Maybe you're in a season of what Jeremiah called the rooting out, where God is having you take a long, hard look at motives and things going on on the inside of you. And with the help of His Holy Spirit, He's saying this is a rooting out season. Whatever your season is, defining the significance of it and letting the Spirit of God inform you about the season you're in is powerful because God has anointed you only for the season that you're in right now. He's graced you. In other words, He's empowered you for this season, and it's important that we stay where the grace is. Every time that I've gotten stuck in my life or I feel like I'm in a wrestling match with an unseen opponent, so many times the problem is I have not found the significance of the season I'm in, and I'm trying to make it a different season entirely. I'm trying to build when it's actually a time to rest. I'm trying to make things happen where God's really been going, Jen, this is a time for rooting out. I'm busy going a hundred different places when maybe God's been saying, no, this is a relationship investment time. What is that for you right now? Because I believe that as you're listening to this, the Holy Spirit is highlighting and causing it to pop to the top, as I like to say, what the significance of your season is. I love this quote from Corey Ten Boom. She said, I have learned that wherever the will of God is, that is my home. She went on to say, if the will of God for me in this moment is not for me to be at home in my physical house, but somewhere else, then even my house is not home for me. I love this because this paints the picture of a woman that found her security and her rest and knowing where she was supposed to be and knowing the significance of that place. You see, if you and I will put such a high value on the anointing that is on our lives, the grace that's on our lives right now and what that grace is for, then we will trust the God who anoints us to get us what is necessary in the season we're in, taking us from where we are to where we're supposed to be. The anointing is available right now. And that's what I want to say to you right now. There's an anointing on this season that you're in. Do you know what it is? There's a grace. There's an empowerment from on high available for you to rest, for you to build, for you to invest, for you to take a hard look. And are you partnered 
Are you partnering on a daily basis going, God, what does this season look like for me today? If I'm in a rest season, God, show me what this looks like for me today. And this is a really important key because we too often spend time looking at somebody else's building season and feeling anxiety that we're not doing enough. Ugh, I've been there. And I'll tell you what, it is so easy to do in life, and it is just as easy to do in the ministry too. We look at somebody else's season and go, I should be doing that. And we start panicking, going, why aren't we? Well, that's the significance of their season, but is it the significance of yours? We see somebody else making a major life change, picking up and moving, and we go, what? Oh, no, what if I'm supposed to be progressing when, in fact, God's saying, you put your feet where I've planted you. This is important for you right now. Don't fight the anointing that's on your life to stay and to be rooted and to be planted. Sometimes we actually look at other people's rest season And we panic over that. I'm not resting enough. I should be taking that vacation. I should be unplugging. I should be taking. But is that what God is telling you is the significance of the season for you right now? You see, the point is, if we live by the ebb and flow of his seasons, then it puts us in a place of being dependent on him to inform us of what that season is. If you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you've heard me many times ask the question, God, what are you doing in my life right now? That's such a beautiful question to ask him because it's calling upon the lordship of him in our lives. So I want to say this to you again. The kingdom of God works in seasons and processes and cycles. I want to remind you of this story with Jesus when he encountered a man by the name of Naaman. And Naaman was a well-to-do man, but he had a skin disease that money could not cure him from. He had leprosy, and this was the sort of most shunned health issue of the time. It came with a lot of shame attached to it. And Damon encounters Jesus, and he had heard of Jesus, the healer. And so when he encounters Jesus, Jesus gives him instructions. Instead of healing him instantly, he gave him a process. He said, go to the Jordan River, and when you get there, go through a process of dipping in it seven times. And you think about the moment that these words from Jesus hit Naaman's ears and the decisions right in real time that he had to make. Because I'm thinking if I'm Naaman, news has already reached my ears of events of Jesus. Jesus healed the blind man. The woman with the issue of blood reached out and touched him and she was instantly made whole. And he took the hand of the little girl and brought her back to life and all of these things. And here, this is my life and my moment and my season. And when I encounter him, he gives me instructions of a process. It would have been so easy for Naaman to be offended by what Jesus told him to do. 
He could have fought the instructions, fought his season, and missed out on what God was trying to get to him. It reminds me of the book of James, chapter 4 and verse 6, that says, God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. There is such a humility in bowing the knee of our will, our humanity, our wanting, and saying, God, what is the significance of my season right now? Because I recognize that I need your grace to live this life right now. Listen to me. I'm not telling you anything you don't know, but right now our world is living in such a high-pitched anxiety. There is such a constant intensity that to live for the Lord or to fulfill a call, to desire to fulfill a purpose of God amidst all that's transpiring in the world right now is a lot. And the only possible way to walk it out is by His grace, His empowerment, His anointing. When I think of Naaman's choice to bow his ego and his pride to the process that Jesus gave him, it paints such a picture for me and how I live out my own. I want to remind you that you are carrying an anointing to accomplish something. So partner with the anointing that's on your life. Don't get caught up in what people think. Don't feel shame about your season. But lean into it. Value the anointing on your life and partnering with that anointing more than you do anything else. It will clear out so much anxiety and angst about your life right now. If every day the focus is, God, show me how to partner with the anointing for my season. Show me what that looks like for me. I recently spent some time with a well-known leader and She was sharing with me about all of the barrage of opinions of well-meaning people, even other ministers, that felt they should chime in and give their two cents about how she should be navigating the season that she's in, even navigating the season of what she's called to lead and how freely they've been with that opinion. And being a godly woman and a gracious woman, she took it graciously, and she sat with me, and she said, you know, Jen, how easily we gaze into each other's seasons and think, well, this is how you should be doing this. This is how you should be parenting. This is how you really should be leading. You really shouldn't be doing that. You should be doing this. How easily we forget that No two walks are the same. No two callings are the same. I don't have a right to judge your timing or your territory because I am not the architect of it. If we give ourselves this grace and each other this grace, wow, how much more progress the body of Christ would make. So I invite you into a place, if you haven't in a while, Maybe you've had a knowing, but you've lost track of it and you've gotten frustrated in the comparison model or frustrated in the shame model. But I want to invite you back to ask the Lord, God, what is the significance of my season? And would you, Holy Spirit, 
once again pick up with me on a daily basis and show me what that is. There's things he has for you to do and not do. Things that he has for you to take in, receive from him, and things that you need to set aside. Why? Because there's things that you're shedding and there's things that you're becoming. And in the cycle and the season and the progress that you are in right now, something is going to come forth and be birthed in you of eternal value that you could never make happen on your own. Let me just pray this word over you right now. Father, we just come before you and I ask you that you would speak by your spirit on the inside of every person's heart, that you would lead, that you would guide through this life, Lord, and in this season that they are in right now. We ask you to define it. Holy Spirit, would you shine a light on what is significance about this season right now that we are each in? We ask, Lord, that you would reveal to us the value of this time right now. Lord, that we would look to the left, to the right, to the person running alongside of us, to the person we see on social media, even people in our own family, but that our eyes would be on you, that you would truly be the Lord of our lives, and that your lordship would dictate and lead us in this time. Father, we bow our knee to receive your grace and your anointing and your ability. We say, God, our heart is to partner with you in this life through each season we're in, knowing that you are birthing things of eternal value in it. And we thank you for it, Lord. Father, I just speak a blessing over every person that's listening today. I ask you to bless this season, Lord. Bring fruitfulness out of it, Lord. Bring your significance out of it, that we would continue to go from faith to faith and strength to strength and glory to glory. And we thank you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hey, real quick, before we go this month, I wanted to let you know about two books that I wrote from my own life about specific seasons, and maybe you're in one of them and they would be a help to you. The first one is called Your Defining Moment, When Time and Destiny Meet. Maybe you're in a defining place right now and this is the book that you need. I believe that the 10 chapters that are in this book represent keys to walking out defining places in life. It's not really a how-to book. It's not a step one, two, three. It's literally taken from my own experience, my own journey, and the truths that God gave me to get me from point A to point B. It's available on my website, or you can get it on Amazon. Once again, it's called Your Defining Moment. The second book is called Calling, Understanding Your Purpose, Place, and Position. Now, this is for somebody who's called maybe to more traditional ministry, but also to vocational callings. If that concept is new to you or you're not even sure how that works, how does something like the anointing of God work through you? 
in a day-to-day job, just like the anointing works through somebody who's called to stand in a pulpit. It plays out differently, but the anointing is still there. That book is available on my website as well and on Amazon. I would love to get them into your hands. So check it out, jentringale.com. I just believe that you were meant to hear this today. Of all days you could have listened to this podcast, somehow you found time today. And my prayer is that it has actually given you cause for a deeper, deep breath that you have been needing to take. You've heard me say this on this podcast before, but if there's one thing I could say to you today before we leave is take the pressure off. Jesus said he promised to be the author and the finisher of your faith. That means he has committed himself to getting you through all the in-between times. So let's take our cues from him. Let him lead. He does the doing part and we do the believing part. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. I hope that you have a great week, everybody. And I will see you back here next time. Bye-bye.